Welcome to Earth School, a weekly podcast about weaving the healing journey artfully into life, hosted by B.B. Dalman and Rosalind McNally. Welcome back to Earth School. It's a joy to be here with you all this week. Um, we hope the last week has treated you well. And as we step in now, we're exploring in today's episode the energies that are present and available to us from the 7th of May to the 13th of May. Um, so it's to take what resonates from what we share, but really tune into your own inner known and trust in your own instincts as well, like because some may resonate more than other parts because we each have different influences that we're working with and different aspects of our life too, like but we're going to jump in and welcome BB. Hi, Rosalie. So I'm going to throw you a little question just to do something differently. As I'm curious to know for the week ahead. Okay, so for the week ahead, if you could you if you could describe it in three words or three sentences, how would you describe it? <laughs> um, first thing came to mind: a mixed bag. <laughs> um okay so sparkly and i'm gonna let you know why in a moment yeah. sparkly um anchoring and maybe surprising and so i'm drawing that from the the sort of the sparkling there's there's a quality that is just elaborate a little bit more on that there's there's a there's a quality of exchanging you know this is like a real sort of a mixed bag of a week in terms of energetics but not randomly mixed you know there's a weaving together I feel from sort of thoughts and ideas we had that came up in the past that started to sort of slow down and being anchored more so what we we're talking last week this sort of really earthy feel and slowing down in a way um and then they're underpinned. So there we still have that earthy quality um, coming on, but there is an underpinning of sort of realizations that might come up in around like aspects. And that's why I said surprising of ourselves that we maybe haven't seen for a while. So um yeah. So when I'm saying those things, like what is sort of your intuition sort of diving into this so we energetically, what do you feel like what would be? Uh, your 35 words my three or five <laughs> words for this week uh would be sit, sit in the unknown um kind of like to kind of feel like yes there is the, this sort of opportunity potential like to sort of awaken more and see more clearly but i also sort of feel like it's kind of like from chant people and listen to people it's like remnants also coming through from sort of the past but it's like you're getting a different insight into it or it's revisiting you, but you're different now, like that way. You know, it could not, it might not be from that long ago, like, but it's are things that you've considered or thought about or were working on. And then sort of they were, they just sort of rested. Do you know, like, so it wasn't like, you know, mm -hmm. I've dug it out and I've done everything with it, but it just sort of like, you know, came up, came in into the sort of in front of you, came visiting, and then sort of, you know, just left it through the door again. And now it's like coming for another little visit. Is sort of what I'm, I'm feeling like yeah so that's sort of what what I'm seeing with people too and I'm also seeing with people is sort of that you know like I I, I still don't have this energy like yeah. 
yeah. people are going it's springtime <clears throat> and I'm not meant to be you know summer actually Bealtaine am I not meant to be out there dancing with the joy around the maypole and you know taking action now and I'm going to run out the gate like the horse just being let loose and there are, a lot of people are just saying to me I still don't know what I'm doing yet <laughs> do you know like they're still in that exploration part like so a lot of it too mm. I think is releasing expectations on ourselves and also really realigning like we chat about living with our rhythms like and if anything I think we're really being taught you sort of when I say stay in your own lane not necessarily stay in your own lane but you're learning to this I have to honour that this is my rhythm this is where my feet are at this stage and even though I'm looking outside and everybody's going plant your seeds and go you know you've got the new moon come out and do this and do that it's really to listen to this is where I am like and I can use those to, like, you know, in a sense, to feed me, to nourish me, but not to make myself try and be somewhere or be somebody that I'm just not yet. And yet mm. is the word. Yeah. Yeah. I think there is, there's really a need for a light touch, you know, a light touch with our, with ourselves, with mm. our ideas. And like sort of the image that came to mind is, you know, as a child, when you, when you blow those soap bubbles yeah, <laughs> and you're trying to catch them, I think it's, it's, it's sort of that phase of like seeing those little bubbles, those ideas that there might be a sense where you just feel a little more chatty or you feel like, you know, there's that like that little bit of a pickup in your energy. But if we lean into it, it's too much. It's like trying to catch that soap bubble with your mm -hmm. hand and trying to make something with it. And yeah, totally agree with you. Uh, the new moon in Taurus and at Earth element could really almost tease us into, you know, anchoring something down mm. now is the time be very specific you know the energies are present you know we're moving into the summer be be up but I feel like there is there's a there's a different quality around that there's a much more um and with this light touch I feel there's like also a, a trusting quality mm. that we can tap into or maybe that we need to practice um and maybe also reflect around like what is it that we trust and that we can trust you know it's like trust is always such a thing it's like relaxing just relax just trust and like mm. well Trust needs some prerequisites and, you know, what are there and who are you trusting and, and even within yourself, what aspects are you feeling you can trust? And if other aspects or the people you can't trust, why is that? Just to investigate around there a little bit so that, you know, this idea of, of a lighter touch, that trusting divine timing, trusting that things are coming through, trusting that you are enough, I think is a really potent quality at the moment. And I think it brings in an aspect of us that I think if we collectively look back the way we have created in the Western world, it's it's like, to me, it's very heavy handed with hammer, a lot of effort pushing something through. And so I feel there's an invitation as we're anchoring into the new moon, into something, into this world, you know, but we have an opportunity to maybe anchor things in in a different way mm. with a lighter touch so these are very much those yin and yang qualities right it's like it comes to my mind of um yeah how much push do you usually use and do you still need that that might have been needed five years ago because everyone was pushing but things are different now so there's a checking in as we lead up to the new moon um on the 11th um, of may this month as we're leading up to it um maybe a question of the hard work that you sort of almost out of by by default are you putting into to things mm. is that still required yeah yeah and I think tr trust definitely like and for a lot of people it's like how do I trust 
Do you know, and it, and it is a practice, like, do you know, like, like, because very few of us will have, instinctively have it in us, like, so it's a practice of trusting ourselves, trusting the transformation that we're in, individually as well as collectively, like, you know, like, and trusting in the steady pace, maybe, that we just need to go at, like, and it's trusting that, like I mentioned, that rhythm, like, do you know, like, and for me, it's like, um, the, like people are chatting about that word from some article about has it languishing, but sort of the word that keeps coming to me is like you know I keep the word is it follow, and for some reason I'm just like obsessed with that word at the minute. Like, do you know like, and I'm just like I'm not in that space, but for some reason I think that's a beautiful space. Maybe like, <laughs> do you know like so it's really trusting like on that whole growth cycle, where am I and can I just trust that that's where I need to be and that's what I need to tend to at this moment like. And then because of that, my other cycles, you know, my growth, my harvest or my disintegration, my composting, that will all come on its own time as well. Like, But trust also is that we hand it over sometimes mm-hmm. to whatever we believe in, like, and we let go of the grasp of holding something so tightly of I need to make this work. I need to be this way. I need to make this happen. And it's like we open the hands and can I hold this more gently, like. And then to me also trust is about I can allow this to be the practice like as and I can mess up to use that words. I can, you know, adjust. I can change this here. I can let it be something now and it can be something different later on down the road. Do you know, like so we allow ourselves that like we're learning something, you know, like like just when you're learning to drive, you have all the different stages where you're very conscious of it and then you're down the road and you don't even know how you got to the other county you know so mm. it's allowing ourselves that space to just be curious with what is there mm. yeah and be curious what is there is also an invitation to become more sensitified to see beneath the surface so mm. one thing that is like that we know when we use when we work with the physical body if we if we if you push if you're very young if you're very active if you're very um willpower high adrenaline and there's a there is a place for that most certainly, but the direction is very, um, it, it's like a, a one-way street, right? It's like from the inside pushing out. So that means in those times, our sensitivity of what we can receive inwards is being diminished just purely because our brain can't process really both at the full. It can't just like go, 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 mm-hmm. and then receive at the same time. So the the thing happens, the question is what happens if we get stuck in this pushing circle that I feel collectively we actually have prior to to this pandemic, Um, the amount of effort we even put into, you know, relaxation, (laughs) have a goal and a step-by-step plan to get really good at relaxation. Um, and, and, and we we all swim in each other's energies in a way, you know, the, 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 the collective energy that we're driving and we have an opportunity to rearrange those, you know, those energies are, are shifting and changing quite dramatically because each and every one of us is currently so affected in our personal lives and um, in these times. So what I'm getting at is there is an invitation to look at what happens when you come out of these adrenal willpower overdrive at times so that your sensitivity can increase and then you might actually notice the winds that come and carry you forward so whether that is ideas whether that is you know 
these random thoughts you have, like if you give yourself like a few extra minutes in the shower, for example, you know, rather than just like rushing through it's like there might be just a thought, an idea dropping in, might be something as simple as call a friend, you have a conversation with that friend, something else comes up and there's an idea for business, you know, things can happen in the, in these ways or, you know, um, there, there are all these sort of synchronicities that actually happen. There's like a whole web of connectivity in which we live. Like we don't live in isolation, but when we always go, 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 we become disconnected from that web. Well, we're not really becoming disconnected, but our perception is we're alone. And that's sort of the lone fighter, the lone wolf, right? Idea there's like, I'm a warrior and I gotta only get through this. And that's when the boundaries go up. So the invitation here is, I think with with this influence of of Gemini of you know it's really an air element and air Gemini speaks also through our nervous system. I think there is a checking in. Are you in this overdrive youngness, and can you sense a sensitivity and can you move out of that so you can receive more and or where are you stuck in this? Um, passivity which is not surrendering and stuck in mm. that place where you actually can't do anything so Gemini that energy is about moving exchanging modulating you know so I think there is something that we can check in with our adrenals and we can sense from a nervous system very practical mm. point um, as we're going through the day where am I more likely to be stuck and then do I have practices that can guide me either downward regulate into a more relaxed state or upward regulate into a slightly more activated state I think there is there's a lot of that in the lead up to the new moon that we can do to both open our sensitivity but also step into our you know power our potentiality into activity whatever you want to call it and what does that give people then say doing that there like what does it offer them in that space then like we're moving out of a reactivity to life to an engagement with life right whether you're stuck in the overdrive or in the passivity underdrive both of those are, are reactionary and in a way not only feel we disconnected but we also are not in our own sense of power we don't see the full picture and so there is the invitation is when we move towards a more balanced state that for those who are constantly in overdrive they might realize life doesn't always have to be that hard like there are life has difficult situations no doubt um but there can be lightness in in that heaviness and to understand and play with that bringing in joy maybe mm. you know how does that affect and how do i create from that place and for those who are stuck maybe in the passivity where we doubt our capacity where we feel like you know nothing i say or do will make any difference to any myself nor the people around me when we kind of start to move ourselves out of that place a little bit we might notice oh my god you know a little can go a far away um and so we're actually maybe more powerful uh, as well. So either way, I think when we move from those polarities into or connecting those polarities and creating awareness around it, either way, we're moving from a sense of disconnection and overwhelm one way or the other into a sense of, I like to use the word co-creation with mm -hmm. life because to me, it always insinuates as a certain level of creativity in terms of, I, you know, what are the cards I'm dealt with in this moment? And what can I do with that? So it is an, an awakeness, I think, that comes with it. Mm -hmm. It's like being present to what is there, like, mm -hmm. and like you mentioned, sort of the the warrior, like, and even and those two energies, 
like one is the warrior that is slaying everything that comes in its direction and it's not even aware maybe of what it's slaying because it's just that used to swinging the sword and then the other one is the, the one that's just sort of put it down by its side but has forgotten that it actually has the sword to actually even use for itself like mm. so even archetypally it's a nice one for people to possibly play with and see you know if I was to be step into the warrior how do I hold that energy like am I the one you know plowing forward and slashing everything in the direction to cut some way through that way like or like am I the one that's just standing there and watching observing seeing and feeling it through my body my senses of when I need to act or have I forgotten I have even the power to be that there and to engage and interact like because even the language in one of us is like sort of that what the passivity is like part of me wants to engage with life like so can I allow myself to engage with it mm -hmm. and what's there like so just the, the analogy that came to my mind uh, is you know being on a boat and sailing now I'm no sailor mm -hmm. so if anyone is listening <laughs> but you know I know enough that if you're in a boat with a sail we work with the wind mm -hmm. and so being the lone warrior would represent not even having the sail up and having the oars in the water and paddling along like crazy and going like this is so freaking hard and then moving into sensitivity is like, oh, noticing there is wind. What if I was to put the sail up? Could I play with that wind? And of course, if that's the first time putting the sail up, we're going to be awkward at it. You know, so there's a level of allowing for that too. It's like, oh, I don't know how to handle, but maybe control a little bit. And But there is also, it's not just, you know, when we go from like paddling with oars to working with the wind um, in that way and the sail, you're not coming back to the trust. You're not just trusting blindly. There is, there's a, there's a, a blend of skills, of sensitivity, of noting, noticing that there's wind um, and then working with, you know, whichever way the wind blows, you have skills to work with that, that you still get to where you want to get. And I mean, the other extreme would be sitting in the boat and, you know, no sail up, no oars. Mm -hmm. I just go on there, the ocean takes me wherever and this is all you know, nothing to do with me and I have no power within that. So again, there's like a waking up into sensitivity, into noticing the wind. So the wind is just something I'm just using here because we can all feel the wind on our skin. Mm. It's something that is, is subtle enough, but we can still relate to it. But what the wind really stands for is all those parts in your life where you yeah, you know, where you've been helped along the way. So that could be by that friends are actually willing and maybe have offered you help, but you haven't heard it because you're like pushing along or you feel like you're not deserving of it, either, either end of the spectrum. But it can be also, I mean, on a more subtle level, you know, being guided, like the wind can be, you know, like what guides you, where do you mm -hmm. get your insights? You know, it's where we go into that, that spiritual realm where we go into like the divine forces where we maybe use soul language um, and go like, you know, my soul path, where am I walking towards? And when we talk about that, I think sensitivity is a really important part because the more we notice from the physical realm to our thoughts, ideas, but energetically as well, you know, leaning into some days, we may just not have the energy for it and maybe possibly uh, playing with the idea maybe that wasn't a day to be pushed anyway because the timing would have been all off if you made that phone call on that day the other person would have been as receptive so it's you know like I used to work out with that in mind like you know there is this idea that sometimes you wake up we just have to push through because it's like 
sometimes mm-hmm. life is a bit difficult and you show up to your workout and you do and i'm known mean workout with yoga i mean like literally workout as in forerunner you know in that way um but then there's also the sense of you know sometimes i just knew the energy wasn't there because it was like very early of me getting maybe is like flu or something like that you know i just knew that wasn't a day to push it was like okay turn around go back home have a shower and lie down on the couch and so having the sensitivity to understand is it you of is it avoidance mm. You know, or is it actually a message that comes through? Hey, step off the gas here a little bit. So I think all of that is called forth at the moment. I think, uh, and a lot of that for us to see that has to do with our nervous system. How are we noticing when we're in overdrive, when we're on underdrive, when we're stuck? Do we have the skills to get ourselves out of that meditation, breath work, yoga practices? You know, um, go for a run. <laughs> you know, we all have our tools, but I think being able to move ourselves towards a level of sensitivity and presence is really it's really what's called for right now and it's really what helps us then anchor down you know when the new moon comes anchor things down in a different way because in that space too like if you're aware of all of that there like you actually know when it is the time to act and when it is not like do you know in the trust and that and the trust that you're not missing anything you're not missing out on anything that if today I don't have the capacity and energy for that, my whole my whole trajectory of life is not going to fall apart. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I can think sometimes we get so set like if it doesn't happen today, then I'm I'm either not moving forward, or I'm going to miss out, or I'm not going to get to where I like think I'm going. I need to be like, or else it's the understanding that like wherever I am each day is just where I'm meant to be. Like, so if I'm got the energy to be doing whatever I need to be doing, then that's exactly what I need to be doing. But if I wake up and I have the 12 things on the to-do list and my whole body's just going, let's do this instead. Like, let's actually just lie on the ground. Let's actually go for a walk. Let's actually just put on the TV, possibly even. Do you know, like, where... And it's the it's trusting the instincts then to follow that there. But then mm-hmm. trusting to where the part's going, that feels a little bit challenging and I'm a little bit scared of that. So... I'm actually going to go switch on the TV instead. <laughs> Do you know, like, and it's, it's the, and you feel that you feel one is sort of more like that feels really true and good in my body. My body nearly goes, oh, thank God you're listening to me. Versus the other one, you can feel the constriction, maybe or the tightness, or the little head becomes engaged. Like, so to me, it's still like coming back to that part of giving ourselves that permission, like that each day is allowed to change. Do you know, like if I if I ha- have the ability to allow that and I know if we have to land into our offices and somebody else is in charge of our workload, we might not have that. But somewhere in our life, we might be able to do that or do it afterwards. Like, So it's allowing it to be that this is a structure that I might have, but it can ebb and flow, like depending mm-hmm. on my energy, what my body is, how my body is responding to these tasks even. Like, mm-hmm. do you know, if it's going like you could be sitting trying to get something out of you for three hours and if you actually just pull back two days later, it might just come landing out of you at 10 minutes. And we've all been in those spaces like, you know, I could sit down for a week and be trying to write a newsletter. And I've just realized my newsletter come out in about 10 minutes when something just lands like and I've just had to do that. And some days they don't come out at all for a month, as people know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know, like, so it's really that, that trust and like that sort of the information will come through when it needs to come through or I'll have the energy and the capacity to do what I need to do like. And some days mm. that might not be there for a couple of days or a couple of weeks, but you'll still be, you'll still be in a sense doing a lot in the background. Like, 
Yeah, it's just knowing yourself, right? When are you chickening out? (laughs) For very good reasons, maybe. But, you know, when are you in avoidance? And when are you just co-creating with the energies? Because everything says no. And I think even a pragmatic level, you know, when you're like, I remember driving in Dublin and the traffic lights, you know. And it's like, it's how, depending on how you look at it, you know, you can either take a traffic light or something that backs you off. Yeah. Like, I just wasn't supposed to be at that place mm-hmm. early on, or it wasn't supposed to be maybe at a junction. Maybe there was another car accident. You know, you don't know what we don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, or we can just go like that traffic is just such an annoyance, you know, you know, e- either way, because what it really annoys us is because realistically we haven't, we didn't start early enough. That's at least what it was for me. You know, when you get really annoyed, it's like, it's not the traffic light or the traffic mm-hmm. to blame. It's like, I know how long it takes at eight o'clock to get from A to B. I thought I got away with it. I didn't. <laughs> I think that's also in life. Sometimes when we get frustrated, we get very much in this, this heady place where we go either the lone wolf, like warrior kind of thing, or then the total resilience, like, there is a level of stepping up and seeing our own part in that where have we maybe not minded ourselves. And as a result, you know, we got ourselves into a situation where, you know, um, a no from a boss or from a friend just hit us that bit harder because we were already so emotionally depleted where we really like, actually, I shouldn't have shown up. I was just like, that was the day to be sick and work, you know, or that was the time to call and like, listen, can I call you back tomorrow as a friend, mm-hmm. you know? So there is a sense of self-agency and responsibility that we're sort of invited in to, to take, mm-hmm. to take in, into that as well. Um, yeah. So... I mean, there's so much more, you know, we could dive in, in, into into that, but I think there is taking those parts of sensitivity and, you know, knowing ourselves and also trusting and learning to trust sort of timings and energies as we take all of that now into that new moon energy, you know, so a lot of people are familiar working with the, with the mm. moon, but um, one aspect I might want to bring in here is that what a new moon means that essentially the moon and the sun are beside each other in the sky and so when we take that as an you know as a symbolic meaning the sun representing sort of your yang quality your moon representing your yin quality or your sun representing on a very simple level the the outer world that's what you create or that what that's what's visible in the moon being your inner world Whenever we are in a new moon situation, the out and the inner world, the yin and the yang speak the same language. So there is an invitation, there's an opportunity for your outer world and your inner world to have a conversation, to have an exchange where you get to look at the world around you that you've created, co-created up to this far and you go, oh, is this serving my inner needs? Maybe my needs have changed. And as a result, I need to create something different in the outer world, you know? So I think when we think of it in that way, then intention setting doesn't become so an, such an isolated thing. It's like, okay, it's the new moon time again. I better dream up some intentions that go for the next year. Just think about, you know, when you think of the yin and yang, your nervous system, your upward and your downward regulations throughout the day, throughout your year, how much time is for upward, for downward. We all personally have a slight preference towards one or the other. You know, where we go, if in doubt, we we err to this side. First thing is, do you know that about yourself? Second out of all is like, have you had an experience of the other polarity, you know? And then thirdly is like, how are you bringing them into a way so that way you create your outer life 
is actually nourishing and connected and is holding your inner life really, really well? Or in other words, are you starting with what are your needs? And I don't mean like the superficial needs. I'm like, like the real soul longing needs. And what sort of outer structures would you have to create so that those inner needs can really express themselves? So there's a fluidity, there's a balance, there's a joy between the inner and the outer, between the doing and the being. So that sort of happens at every new moon, right? Um, maybe just like throwing the ball over to you, you know, what you kind of sense up before we maybe go into the specific energies of it. Yeah. So like, um, like just what you're chatting about there, like, so to me, it's like we're taking this moment to pause like and we could google about what everybody else says the new moon is and all there like but if I actually stand and, and feel into myself and look at my life I'll really feel into like sort of how it's impacting me even if I don't know where the new moon is but I know there's a new moon because I look at the sky <laughs> do you know, like and I don't know nothing else about it but I can just stand where I am and go you know what is revealing itself to me in my life or what's shown up in my life what am I being invited to pay attention to at, at this moment in time or what are the themes that are kind of floating around me a lot mm. or just wh where do I find myself at this moment where my feet are planted like because I like my outside is in me do you know like so am, am I all jittery am I like the little engine revving to go that way like do I find I just can't settle myself in in my body have I actually even tuned into my system and asked, you know, what, what does it need? Have I listened to what I need? Like, and if you think of the last few podcasts, we've chatted a lot about, you know, needs, value, the stability, mm -hmm. the anchor, and what do we need to feel safe, secure? So it's even like, you know, looking at, the, listening back to those or looking at those themes, but going like, how often do I actually look at my life according to the lens of my needs? Like, you know, and if we're chatting about the bigger themes of, restructuring reshaping reimagining life in general like it's like am I still at the stage where I'm, I'm not afraid to actually go this is actually how I would love my life to look like mm. and I'm not trying about three months living here and it could be all that it could be the simple things as like I find I just need that wee bit extra sleep do you know, like or I find I know I need more support so I can have more time just with myself even half an hour do you know, like, or I know, like, I, ca I can't work in the mornings. Nighttime is my jazz, like, and if I have the beauty of being able to do that, brilliant, like. But actually, go like, to me, it's a real going. I can put my hands out. And even, to me, it's like, you know, just sort of imagine drawing it all down, but not in a calendar form, but putting it all, getting it all out. Ask them, what would that look like? You know, if my life really nourished me and supported my needs and what's important to me and my family, do you know, like, so the little nucleus I find myself in and then mm. allow yourself to meet the part of you that goes, you can't have that. That's not possible in this world, like, because that's what, well, I've heard that a few, few people recently say that, like, I was just saying something, we were chatting about money security and all that, and I go, is that not possible? Like, yeah, it's never possible, like, just family members and connections, I'm just like, wow. Whereas I go, I don't know if it's possible or not, like. If I really want it, I'll give it a good shot and see, like, do you know, like, so and listening to the part of us then that maybe has the expectations or the heaviness or the guilt of even looking for that, mm. of like, well, I don't know if I deserve that or if I can have that or mm. somebody else needs it more. You know, if we have family, kids, their needs, they need, 
but it's an opportunity not in a selfish way to go but what are our mind like especially if my nervous system is going I I can't keep running at this level like, mm. or part of me mm. is disengaged from my life so it's, to me it's mm. like an invitation to bring back vitality like yeah because to me having my needs met gives me an uplift then which everybody else can feed off like or else my needs aren't being met my sort of energy just no it sort of drops down if you think or retracts really in or you're mm. trying to save it so to me it's like it's a vitality thing too like mm-hmm. and I think uh, a couple of points to that so on one hand we are at a unique time where we are still insulated isolated in our own homes to some extent so we get to do this work for a second time around in the privacy of our own mm-hmm. life our own home that alone has never happened beforehand uh in in at least in our in our mm-hmm. in our lifetime so there is something that really the portal is open and that's why i think it's so difficult for us because it hasn't really happened beforehand in that level to find a trust that this could be the time where every single one of us who's dreaming something up in our own caves, that when we get to come out, we get to create the fabric of the collective in an entirely new way. Now, this is really challenging to the mind for a couple of reasons. First, your ego, because your ego doesn't want to do things differently than it ever has done before. So the moment you expand, your ego goes like, yeah, but it has good reason. And I'm going to come to that in a, in a moment because I'm a realist as well. I'm, you know, I like to dream big, but there's also like things that are there that you got to work with. Like, you know, we can't just sit in the middle of a room and visualize and hope things go happen there. There, there is like the material aspect of things and, and there's a way of working with that. But coming back to this point of, you know, a unique opportunity to really expand out. So what can happen here is we can either recreate from our, collectively practiced past of all the other times where we go like well this is possible I think and as a result of that we go from the sun into the moon right so this is outside this is what has this is my this is my lot this is what I see is possible and as a result of that my inner work is around how to get comfortable with that and there's a there's a very beneficial aspect in that as well. Like you want to have resilience. You want to be able to sustain yourself in a variety of situations, you know, not just when things always go your way, but this is, this is, this is a different point I'm trying to make here. And it's one that we can flip that game quite literally. So we practiced last year a little bit. This is the second time around we get to practice in our own, where we have in a way moved away from the exposure to other people to some extent we still see each other on social media and all this but like we're not as entangled as we enmeshed as we were beforehand so as a result we can create from the moon side out into the sun side from my own inner needs and longings and so this is where we are starting on the work we're doing individually for ourselves is so important for the collective now you don't need to necessarily have the collective in your mind because if you come from your true inner soulful needs rather than superficial needs when we go deep enough in our needs we're always aligned with the collective what's inherently deep down within you and wants to come forth can only be beneficial to the other if it comes from a superficial ego pull push if i have you don't if you have i don't that sort of quality that is a different story 
And so the invitation here, I think, is to go deeper, to create for yourself from a really deep level, from the inside outwards, and also contribute to the collective naturally as a result of, of that. So that's one big junk. Um, but I might want to just throw the ball over to you for a moment and around this before I kind of <laughs> ramble on to all these other points. <laughs> might be here for a while. So it's, an, it's, a, it's a deep invitation then to, you know, because if we, like, to me, it's like if we have this creative energy and we have this creative urge and something, you know, we want to be in the world in a certain way. Like if we don't do that, you know, I'm not even talking about what happens to the world out there, but what does it do to us on the inside? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it eats at us like do you know like and then possibly as we move through life we just get more bitter about it all like if we never decide to take that risk and take that chance to bring that part of us to light for ourselves and remind for the greater outside world like so it's even a chance to sit and go you know what is the thing that I've been chatting about maybe for the last 10 years that I would love to do or experience mm-hmm. or try and that could be I gotta go try a new recipe I'd love to you know go bungee jumping I'd love to you know go climb a hill I'd love to go and do my work differently I'd love to start learning this here whatever it might be do you know, like I'd love to learn to interact differently with my partner whatever it is like but really what is that thing that's been you've been carrying like that you've never been able to even be shake like you know, like, and then can I start actually bringing that, you know, nearly inside first to really work with all the little bits that are sort of smothering it to then see it come out like, but it is that internal work, you know, because so often we'll look to the outside to try and change mm. everything like, but it's like everything, like when it shifts inside, the outside shifts so much easier. Like I know it sounds so too easy and it's like so like snowflakey or you know like sparkly like that way like but when things shift and connect and land inside of you you already have that sort of deep inner knowing that then it's possible like or just something in your being has changed and you can't even name it but you're willing then to bring the foot forward mm-hmm. into whatever you're, you're wishing to step into then like mm-hmm. so it's like an opportunity to really sit in yourself and see what's what's stirring what's there you know like when we've been chatting about all the things that you know how we want to be in the world like what's still there what's still knocking at me and and that question of you know who am I and how do I want to be Mm. coming out of this and I know a lot more people are out and about like but so many people still are like I don't I don't want to step out yet like Mm. so what part of me am I afraid of losing when I step out like or is going to be taken from me, you know, like. And they're not going to be solved in a day, like, but at least if I can acknowledge it and see it and honor it, then I have the power to work with it, like. Because mm. it doesn't drive you subconsciously anymore, right? You're now aware. Yeah. It still might drive you, but you're aware of it. So you yeah. see it, see it coming in a way. Yeah. Right? And then you get to consciously work with it, like, or you mm. get to ch- consciously go, I'm not willing to do that. Mm. And then that's where our responsibility comes in then of going, I've chosen this then. So I've mm. still chosen it, you know, like, so whatever the consequences then off that there, the knock of effect, I've chosen that, like, you know, not chosen the consequence, but I've chosen not to, f- chosen not to interact differently with my partner. I've chosen not to go change my job. So then I can't sit in the 
you know, that's my job's fault or that's my partner's fault mm. if I'm aware of what's going on within me. Like, mm. I think as well when you... What we're talking about are the, the real deep longings, you know, when you truly... The, there is a sort of an, a point when you start to really arrive at a need, you know, when... A need is exactly that. It's a survival need. It's a thriving need. It's it's not an add-on. It's not a luxury. And so a lot of the times in that process of understanding our needs, we sort of look externally. And then there might be somebody else that does something. You go like, okay, I might you know need that type of income or I might need because that person's the same age. They have two kids, they have a house. And now I need that. Now I need to get on with my life, find the partner so I can have kids on time. Or, you know, uh, sometimes what we see external, they, they spark within us these little sparks, but they're not the true flame. Mm. And so when, when we're in touch with someone that's not truly our need, when we come against these outside, um, come back to that point of being realistic, these outside sort of boundaries that we push against, we don't actually have the energy to push through there or go through that because the need in the first place wasn't ours. It was the person that we saw somewhere in the outside world. So when we go and connect to something that is truly comes from the inside and wants to be born out in, in into the world, what I found in my experience is that these perceived limitations, not that they dissolve themselves, but if you have to have a critical conversation with someone, you're coming from a different place, most likely you're coming from a softer place, but a, a place that's more clarity. So then the conversation is one around boundary. It's one about, you know, this is what what I'm doing, you know, where you informing others rather than asking the other person for permission, which Again, it's the inner work. When you're coming with that, what I found, usually the gates almost open up, you know, and I even remember that like back as a child when I really wanted something like, you know, it was really deeply important to me. I was like, I had, an, I had a conversation with parents and that was always way easier in the end than I anticipated. Now, if there were just something that, you know, add on that we couldn't afford as a family, like, you know, like I felt a pushback. So I, I've also noticed that in like living life, that it's like when it's something that's deeply connected with ourselves, we usually find a way of communicating that or going after that, that changes something in the other person at the gatekeeper that almost lets us through, you know, or we might have to still have the conversation, but it comes differently than when the needs aren't connected to ourselves. So that, that instead of the other layer that comes into that is this, are these really your needs, your dreams, your longings? Or they longings from society and that's why i meant we're in such a unique in the desperation in a very privileged state as well because we've been away from everyone else for a longer time that we have a greater chance to connect to what's truly mine rather than what the society wants at this point in time and again when we create from that place individually imagine the kind of world the life we can create there's less noise around you like so you can actually possibly hear and independent on what's being said that can either be enthralling, enthralling even, and enthralling, or it can be terrifying. <laughs> Do you know like Because you're actually getting a chance to really listen deeply, yeah. like to your deepest part of you that is looking to come through you to be, it's you looking to come out basically, like, yeah. it's not even about what you do, like. No. It's just you looking to come out in your own world, like you're 
your true self, your true nature looking to be revealed more just in the world, not by what it does, but just by how you are like. And it is, you know, the energies are in Taurus, they're connected to Venus. So there is a quality of that, you know, a gentleness, a softness within ourselves. And I see that with sort of new moon intent or intention setting in general, I see it at the end of the year, there's this almost like, okay, let's just scrap what came beforehand. I was a bad girl. I was a bad guy. I didn't do that well. That was horrendous. The life was getting at me. But do you know, it's like, let's just get out of this and start brand new. But sort of the invitation is there just to, before you set that intention, notice all the judgment that's around you about yourself mm-hmm. in the lead up to it you know so that we don't set intention out of a, a sense of oh my god I haven't done well enough in the last year so I better set a stronger intention because energetically that swings in there that guilt that shame that that hiding that frustration the fighting the inner war game energetically vibrates with the intention that you're setting so you can have a very shiny intention in the forefront but if that's driven by all of that negativity towards yourself that's how it feels so if it comes then to implementing things and it's in stepping into it mm-hmm. you you think like why do i not want to because that shiny intention that feels so good right but the reason you want to get in there because it's covered over a whole layer of shit that's really not nice to feel. And so if we can use the time now to clear out and understand that we've done the best we could up to this point in our life. You know, nobody wakes up in the morning trying to be an asshole. Nobody wakes up and go like, how can I really, really mess up my life? I think even at that mm. point, that's the best, the, no matter what we perceive of maybe the other person, even ourselves, that's the best we could do or they could do in that moment. So if we can for a moment acknowledge that this is we've done the best we showed up every day with as much as we could if we can show up more today great but we weren't in that capacity maybe yesterday or a year from that from from today a year ago from today so there is a a layer of not just because it's in taurus and venus particularly but i think at all times when we set intentions like can i come from a wholesome healed nourished place where i hold myself and gone well done you survived this far. You've created all of this in this far. Now, from this point, you have some preferences, some adjustments that you like to make. Awesome. Let's put that into the next intention. That intention will hold a totally different frequency. Well, do, like when I even say my intention, does it uplift me? Or does it feel like it's the stick that I'm going to help myself with for the next month, year, six months or whatever? Like, yeah. Do you know, like, so... And it's okay if it has a bit of an edge, a bit of a, like, you know, I'm going to have to expand beyond my comfort zone. But actually, if that's the thing that's going to be beating me for this next cycle, I might need to readjust the energy off it, like, mm. you know, because like, they're meant to be inviting us to grow and to expansion, like, you know, to embody more of ourselves. Mm. Not We have enough things beating us up, like, inside ourselves without adding more into it, like. Mm. So it's like, say the word, say the intention, how do I feel in my body? Mm. it reminds me and this is just such a mundane example but we've got to take it sometimes into that i used to play tennis as a child it was like time and boris becker and steffi graf were there so everyone in germany i think played tennis if they could get their hands on a record and so one of the things that we were taught when it comes to you know losing so you know you need to win two sets essentially in a female's game um, but if you lose the first one, you essentially have to win the next two, 
you know. So it's like psychologically how you deal with if the first one didn't go your way, you know. So yes, you have to very quickly sort of disengage from that, you know, to not linger in that negativity and almost start the match new. But that has to be really done psychologically very quickly because if there's anything lingering, you're just going to add, ah, just move on. That was shy to kind of move on to the next set. What sort of psychologically happens is like you remember when you hit the ball out, you remember when you were fast enough, or you remember, you know, when you were serving and you just like hit the net every time, you know, it's like, oh, just the second serve goes in. Like you just like psychologically that plays in your mind and that would feed into the game now going forward. And I feel that's exactly the same with those new moon intentions. It's like, we just try and drop it, but without having done the psychological work around it. Um, And it doesn't like in that game, like, I mean, we're kids, you know, I didn't sit down and went somewhere and saw someone talk the whole thing through. I mean, eventually like, you know, you, you had like your coach and whatever but in the game in that moment you had just a change of sides right that was it there was like three minutes mm-hmm. or five minutes what, what you got as a child so and I feel like so yes we can use this time of course to go really deep and really floss out the things but it also sometimes it's just a very quick acknowledging humans we're incredible when we acknowledge something we see something it's like a lot of this not mm. everything and all the time but a lot of things just to solve and so it's really just going like, oh my God, I'm, I've been so hard on myself and it, it just goes and you can set an intention, you can go into the next part of your match of your life with, with, with a clean slate, right? Yeah. Oh, I like, because once you see and acknowledge something, like it's really shifting. Mm. Like, and it's bringing your focus, your attention back to yourself and your energy back to yourself. But when you're sort of standing on it or trying to hide it in the cupboard, that's where all of the energy is going. Like, so in a split second, things can open up. You know, mm. we change our state constantly, like, mm-hmm. that mm. way. Like, you know, so it can shift so easily, like. And it's like, just like an animal, you just shake it off, like. Do you know, like, and can I allow myself just to maybe shake this off while I acknowledge it? Or am I so many things I have to take every little thing and dissect it to the nth degree to find out where exactly did that come from and why is it here? I need to understand it. Whereas maybe just by acknowledging it sometimes is, that's a done, like, and then other yeah. ones, there are, you need to do the dis- dissecting of, dissecting of, no, the pulling apart of mm-hmm. them that way, like, but for some it's just, like, the animals shake it off and you're mm-hmm. back fully in yourself and alert for what's in front of you. I don't know how it's with you, but for me, especially the earthy new moons, they're always something I just sort of, I need a little longer to feel my way into it. It's also with intention setting. Like very rarely does it work for me. I rock up on, you know, two hours before the new moon. I'm like that, <laughs> like that's my intention. That's where I'm going. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like my brain can't even go there. And it goes through the emotional body, but it's also like, how do I want to feel in my body? Like a lot of things for me, especially when I work with those earth elements come from that, come from that plight. So it's not even like what job or what expression of my job do I want to have, or what kind of relationships do I want to have? It's very much like, I just, how do I want to feel in my body? You know, how, how do, how do I want to feel when I pick things up, when I wake up in the morning, what's the sort of thing? And not because somebody told me, but just, you know, uh, and I've gone through parts of my life where I've really enjoyed feeling quite toned you know where they had an urge of feeling that muscular strength and like at the moment and going through parts and, and they have been there before as well where I just feel like I really enjoy having sort of these longer leaner muscles there where there's not as much muscle mass and as a result moving in the body you know not waking up with a muscle sore every morning like there is this this like a really enjoying you know low inflammation in my body and just an ease and as a result 
currently the muscles aren't as defined as they might be at other times, which could easily be perceived, you know, if you go by perception of society, you're like, you know, you need to be this or that as a yoga teacher. But, you know, there is a there's a way of feeling ourselves into like into these new moons, you know, and there's the dark moon leaning up to the time anyway. So I don't know, maybe that that can be helpful for people as well when they go like, I don't know psychologically where I'm going. It's like, just start connecting to your body. It's like, how do you want to feel in your body actually? And that can give you a lot of clues. And then you go like, okay, that makes sense. Because if I'm going to bed at one o'clock at night, that's why I feel like my eyes are falling out of me. Like when I wake up in the morning, you know, or for some of you might be the other way around. For some of you, it's like, oh, I'm going to bed and I'm still like full of energy. And it's like, he's like, just like stay up you know, and then you might just wake up more refreshed. We're all different, but I do feel, yeah, that's just one thing. I don't know about you, but I need to feel myself slowly into it. No, like, oh, for me, it's like the, the new moons and all there. Like I'll feel them. I usually do things after. Mm. So I do, that's just how I work. Even with full moons, like I'm just, there's just the capacity just isn't in my brain. I'm not in my brain. Like I'm not in myself sometimes. Like I'm in myself, but not my brain's not engaged to think of anything like is the way I describe it. And sometimes it's the same with new moons, like, but it's always even coming up to this one. It's the coming back. I can feel it already. The coming back like into the body and going, okay, what's going on in here at this moment? How is it feeling? The little aches, the pains. And it's just going, okay, this not going, oh, that's bad. That means you haven't done this and you haven't done that. It's just going, okay, there's stuff moving and looking to be shook a little bit, not even shook, but just sort of unwinded in the system. Like, so to me, it's that like, it's like there's periods in life where our body is really strong and there's periods in our life where our body is just softer, like, do you know, like, or we're, we're holding and sometimes the body's expanding in little ways. We're holding water or we're just holding stuff, you know, or we're stuffer and all of that. You can go, I need to do this and I need to take that. And if you take the supplement, they'll do this here. And sometimes it's our body just going, this is actually where I need to be at this moment, like. Do you know, like, and you can go to the gym every day, but I ain't losing this little, you know, like this little ridge at the minute or this little, you know, arm, bit, of, bit of fat in your arm. It's, it's not going to go anywhere. Like, you know, like, and then it's like being in relationship with our bodies, like, mm-hmm. to me is what I feel also with this energy coming in. Like, it's acknowledging, okay, maybe I have abandoned it. Maybe I haven't treated it well. Maybe I'm treating it really good. Or maybe it just actually needs a little bit of love and tenderness without the, I need to do something to you. Just like we do with ourselves, like in the spiritual world, I need to now do something to myself to fix myself. And someone's like, can I just be here and go, okay, I'm really tired or I'm really full of energy or I'm really hurting or that ankle and that sore knee. And for some people, they live with that every day. Like, do you know, like, and there, there's nothing. It's just they have, they learn to live with it. And that's their reconciliation and their healing work, like. So it's like, even to me, it's allowing us sometimes then when we meet the body to have a lot more compassion to ourselves. And then we can bring that into our intentions, possibly, and our goal setting and how we meet and push all those parts that we were chatting, you were chatting about earlier, like, you know, the pushing and the striving, can I bring the compassion and the softening Mm. and go, maybe not today, like. Mm. And I think with that as well, sometimes we, you know, we can overdo the the clarification process of an intention you know and what i mean by that is we can feel it in our bones like i know for sure like like you i feel it after the whatever new moon full moon so uranus can i it doesn't matter what it is i feel it afterwards 
but I need to feel my way way in. Like I just need a lot of time to process. So it's like, depending on what it is with the moons, it's like usually like it starts like literally three, four, five days beforehand. And the realization comes usually a couple of days afterwards, mm. but the time it actually forms into a word, like an intention I could hear share with you, it might, it might take another week. You know, it's so sometimes, you know, I think what we need to also understand with intentions, intentions can be held in different places in different ways. And intention isn't just a word written on a card. And I think it's like when we are, if you imagine to describe, you have to describe to someone what love is. So you have to explain or define what love is, you know, and you have this feeling and you go, well, the word love, that's what that is. The moment you write down that word, you already limit it to a couple of letters and you connect it to what that other person perceives about that. But there is so much more that you can't possibly, it's like when you asked me to describe this week with three words, I'm like, I don't even know, you know, can you, what we've talked about, we even only scratching on a service. Could you say that in three words? And so I feel sometimes with intentions, we run the risk of narrowing ourselves down too early, too soon. And we might be excluding. So we come in that creation, creative process. It's like, you know, if you're an artist that keeps painting on the canvas and then steps back and lets the painting sit and comes back three days later and paints a bit over again and steps back. If you were just to force it and then just take that painting, it's like, that's done, let's take that. That might, if you let that artist go to that painting, at that painting for another week, it might actually change the entire color. Mm -hmm. It might completely not even resemble what it is. And I think with intention, sometimes we can do that when we force ourselves. So for some of you, you go through that new moon or it's end of the year, whatever you celebrate. And sometimes, and for me, that is also the case. It's literally that clear. It's one word and that's beautiful. But a lot of the times it can be, you feel it in your bones or you feel it in your waters, or, you know, you just get a sense for it and you could not possibly even describe it to somebody. So there are many other ways, you know, sometimes a color can represent something. Sometimes a certain few with plants, like if I'm looking at my plants around, they all have a different quality, a different energy, a different personality. Sometimes, you know, I don't know, I think I'm gonna, what, I don't know, some, like, I know Jody sometimes kind of just laughs as I go work with that. I work with classes like that as well. I was like, I want to create a class that feels like this plant, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I was like, to me, that means something. And so you can, you can even work it in that way. So you can keep it abstract enough, you know, um, and you can keep it, you can take a photo of a plant and use, stick that into your moon journal and, you know, work with that. So I'm just saying that, especially with Taurus, which is a very slow energy that finds its ways. It is a very, earthy energy but earthy really in the most beautiful way it's like think of something that when you get a plant home the new moon setting is that you bring the seed home it's not you're not going out shopping and getting a mature plant and that leads back into our trust so to sometimes you don't even have a clue what it's going to look like exactly but you want to connect maybe to the vibration the energy for some of you might remind you of a song you can do a playlist around an intention you know it's like that sort of those songs make me feel the way I want to feel. And that's my intention, you know, so there can be many different ways, but I just wanted to sort of uh, touch on that to not restrict ourselves too soon by just writing down one word. The many ways how we can hold the attention for maybe the month or the year, if you work with the moon in that way, you know, because that's what intention is really about. So it doesn't get lost in the mundane busyness of everything. But if you place a plant on your altar, you know, it reminds you of the same thing. So it doesn't have to be linguistically sort of expressed. 
Not at all. So many different access points to it. So it's for mm-hmm. people to find what resonates. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. So um, I'm just keeping an eye on time. So mm-hmm. I think we kind of maybe touch on Jupiter ingressing into Pisces, which is happening uh, on the 13th, but maybe touch on that next week a little bit because that's like also like an opening of a whole year and a half yeah. sort of experience transformational process of energies and how we can how we work with, with them. Um, and also just keep in mind that those sort of faster shifting changes such as you know the moon energy uh, the anchoring something down but also what we talked about early on holding ourselves sort of kindly a light touch and things uh, are all being held in sort of a, a wider energy and currently we're still in that energy where we're supported to continuously discover maybe deeper aspects of ourselves mm. or aspects that seem new that aren't really new but they just maybe pop up for the first time there might be aspects that we all of a sudden make peace with within ourselves so we're, we're healing so pain points maybe start to dissolve a little and as a result of that they allow us to access that so i think that's also a nice way when we work with the moon because it's just tangible or with like you know the the, the seasons and the uh, and the, the celtic wheel the way you work with it it's like they're placeholders right where you can go okay what was going on last year and how have I changed? How has my perspective changed? So this might be just another lens that you can look at in terms of, you know, last year around this time when you set your intention with new moon, where were you at? What was you, were you dreaming in? And sort of what has healed within you since then? What are you now feeling you're, you're brave enough to express? What parts have you forgiven yourself within yourself, but also the people, like how you relate to others as a result of that? I think that's always a really beautiful reflection um, that's ongoing now as we step into the next couple of weeks but also while you're setting your Neiman ritual maybe that it's just a nice one to to weave in there as well beautiful yeah gorgeous beautiful my dear so we will pick up next week then folks and we look forward to connecting with you then so enjoy playing with the new moon energies enjoy playing with new ways and explore new ways of connecting with it and bring it into your life in a way that really resonates with you because then you're adding power to it if you do it in a way that really sits well with you versus do it in a way you've been like somebody who's told you to do it once and you've done it rigidly but you don't feel connected to it so play with the way it really feels you connect with your intention with that new moon energy and with whatever else is going on in your life at this time so we look forward to connecting next week Mm -hmm. thank you bb as always and enjoy folks and as always thank you for the individuals who've been leaving little stars or whatever they're called on those platforms i can't even remember what they're called little reviews so if anybody else would like to drop us a little review or leave a little stars it just helps with our visibility and it's helped a lot in the last few weeks so we appreciate it and we appreciate you taking the time to actually sit and listen with Mm -hmm. us and we look forward to meeting next week Bye. bye We'd like to thank you for listening to the Earth School podcast hosted by Rosalie McNally and BB Dallin. If you'd like to find out more about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram. Or if you'd like to learn more about our individual work, you can check us out on our websites, bbdalman.com and thethirstysoul.com. Thank you.